0: Y'all enjoying a, um, a Good sports week Lots lots going on And uh, actually this is a great celebration uh, And I'll tell you why I'm in But let me just let this Tide the Tide of play out right quick Love this I, I, I could listen to Tide of all night But since this is uh, Not a uh, music uh, show <laughs> I keep it on sports But anyway Thank you for tuning in. This is Scott Burks with The Clown Hour. I create, I'm the creator of the sports ball called, called The Clown Times. try to say that a million times. It's Clown K. find me on the web at www.theclowntimes.net. And you're able to find me on Facebook as well and have fun at the expense of the New York Giants and my new whipping Boys the last two weeks since they're over. Uh, but at any rate, go to the uh, search one in the upper left-hand corner and type in the Clown Times. It's, again, it's Clown spell K. You'll be able to find me there as well. I mentioned that it's a special show tonight, special occasion, because tonight is my 200th podcast. 200 damn pod, And I spent the podcast with my man here, my main man. Uh, you can catch him on Sleazy Radio every Tuesday night. or he and the coach on Blog Talk Radio. As well, check him out on... Uh, the blog, the yard slash uh, HBCU sports. He talks about all things HBCU sports. My man, Dwayne Nash. You've done a lot of these shows, man. I don't know if we're if I'm aging dog gears or <laughs> it just seems like it's <laughs> flown, flown, flown so. Past. I mean, it just flown by so fast. I mean, thank you. Uh, now and, and I'm sure I'll do this again once this podcast, Nitty Conclusions podcast, but thank you for. Being so instrumental on in the vast majority of my two hundred podcast this it's been it's been a great ride, and looking forward to
1: continuing this this journey my brother hey, I'm just grateful that you decided to have me come along with you uh as consistently <laughs> as you have. I thought about it earlier, man, you know, I was like, dude, okay, so it is a two hundred show. How many times have I been on the show? my god
2: i have to, and, and I' like, have just to, thinking you know, about. You know, just yeah. thinking about
1: old subject matter that we've talked about, and and how the right. landscape of sports has changed over the the time in which you've been doing the shows and everything, man. It's it's been a wild
0: ride. It's crazy. It is. It is crazy. I mean, it's one of those things. If if we had a budget, we could hire a statistician to <laughs> to go through, well, like an intern rather to go through the shows. and Count the number of times that could. But I mean, it's, it's more than, than half. There's a lot more than half of those shows. And uh just off the top of my head I'm pretty certain about that. But nevertheless, man, it's it's been a one cool ass ride and again I'll give you source near the end, uh, just as far as the re- Greek goes, but I, I thank you for this and um this let's let's, 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 let's let's do it up for two hundred man. Let's let's do this. Hey, um
1: I I'm just thankful yeah. that I've been integral in helping you get to this point. You know, so I I I I'm more grateful towards you, man. It's been a blessing, you know, and and, and I'm just grateful that you've allowed me to, to 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 come on the show, and and I'm just trying to figure out exactly how many times I've actually mispronounced your name on the show throughout the 200 shows. <laughs> God, man, I swear, yeah. I, I will never let that day live down. <laughs> I should, I will never live that day down myself in, in terms of what happened that particular day outside of the show. It's still hilarious to me, man. Cause I know I always find myself trying not to mess it mm-hmm. up again. There you go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, brother. But again, the pleasure's is all, all mine and it's all good, brother. It's all good. Speaking of all good, we, I, I didn't touch on this last week because of the gravity the situation that was President Trump and and also um, what went on in the college basketball world, you know that bombshell that happened with the recruiting, of course, Rick Pitino and many others their jobs, and you know, the, I mean, the, shoe, the other shoe has not fallen yet, and it's probably going to be uglier than than it's going to than we think it's going to end up being. Rather, but we I forgot to touch on the Carmelo Anthony trade as yeah. my beloved Knicks. We finally freed Carmelo. We finally freed Melo. You know, we traded him for, of course, Enos Cantor, Derek McDermott, and the second-round draft pick for next next year's draft, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but uh, seeing him last like the other night in the exhibition game playing against Houston, uh, you know, uh, alongside Paul George and uh, without Russell Westbrook, of course, he looks like a new Driven man. I figured he would. I figured he'd come out baller. I know it's preseason again, and cats are trying to get a feel for each other and everything else, get their legs underneath themselves. But mm-hmm. he seemed like a man who was determined to actually, to actually do some damage I and mean, help. I mean, I mean because the way I look at it, man, and we'll talk about this as far as landscape of NBA goes, particularly the Western Conference. I mean, you got. You you have another big three, an OKC. If you think about it, you know Westbrook, George, and 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 Bello, uh, and
2: yeah, and, 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 you know I'm,
0: I'm interested to see how this dynamic is going to work. I know that Westbrook has been trying like behind the scenes, tries to get um, uh, I think Paul George there with them, and his photographer been talking to Carmelo as well. Um, they all have mad respect for each other, mad love for each other. I'm just interested to see how it's going to translate. But to me. I think this was a win-win, especially considering that you know everyone in the mountain knew that, similar to Cleveland and Kyrie, everyone knew that New York was, move, was looking to move on from Carbello and, and vice versa. And for the Knicks to get Ennis two to, to get two quality players for death, that's not bad. They, they, they not at all. I mean, Ennis can Ennis can can actually play? He can't play? a Look at defense, but he's a good offensive player. And, you know, McDermott is a solid up three-point shooter. I'm not saying we're going to win over 30 games next year, but, I mean, that, at least that gives us, it gives my squad some depth. And, of course, OKC has another star who's a little past his prime, but he can still get your buckets. He can still get you 30 on any given night. Uh-huh. Um, so, so, basically, it, I think in the short term it's going to help OKC. But I think long term, you know, it, I think both teams will benefit long term, I think, because of course Westbrook's not that long extension. Uh I I should have developed a left handed shot. I should I know I should've developed a shot <laughs> That two hundred what was it, two hundred and fifty million? million dollar 240, extension. Two forty? Yeah. Okay, two forty? Okay, two forty. I mean five year extension, could goo That's almost fifty mil per.
2: Yes, it to is. Them,
0: but it's not going to be in the 40 range, $40 million range. But anyway, what are your thoughts on the uh, trade that went down with the between the Knicks and OKC?
1: Now, it's, it's interesting that you say that it's a win-win because I look at it the same way because, of course, just like mm-hmm. you said, New York wanted to get out of the Carmelo Anthony business and right. OKC technically needed a, a a third guy in order to be and it, in order to compete in that upper echelon of the Western Conference, which is now right. Golden State, Houston, and right. not necessarily because of players, but because of the head coach as, uh, as well as the players, San Antonio. So they needed to yeah. go ahead and yeah. start competing on that level. Um, right. It's interesting because I didn't get a chance to watch that that, that preseason game uh, that Carmelo's coming out with more energy, and he looks like he wants to play. I mean, of course, he probably should look like he wants to play because he's playing in a situation where he's potentially contending for a title. And if you Mm. think about it, he doesn't need to be the number one guy in this situation, or especially on a nightly basis. He could be the number three guy and and be fine and and, and knock down 20 and be cool, you know, because you have Paul George that can get you 25 a night, and we most definitely know that Westbrook can get him twenty five of that as well. So all he has to do is is be a strong contributor, be a a, a, a fantastic third option. What they're attempting to do, if I remember correctly, is have him play the stretch 4 them, they're putting them at the four, and, mm-hmm. and 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 see what this team does. I, I thought it was funny that when the trade was first made, the first thing that was thought of was oh, my God, what is OKC going to do on the defensive side of the ball? And that's why I just found it funny when you said that, you know, he and his can't play deep. So there's some that thought that he was the defensive epicenter in Oklahoma City because when he got traded away, it was like, oh, my God. But I'm in the same boat as you. I don't think that they necessarily lost uh, a, a lot of defensive power. You have uh, Robertson that plays the, the, the two. He's not a great defender, but he's good enough as well as Steven Adams, what you need is, is, is someone that, that to keep offenses respectable, and, and, and they can do that along with uh, a lot of the other veterans that they have on that team, with Raymond Felton and, 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 and Patrick Patterson. You put those boys out there, they should be able to be respectable defenders and allow the big three to get you buckets, and everyone else should go ahead and just wait for open buckets or give you a strong appearance Occasionally. So they, they should be fine and they should be able to compete. My real question is, and it's something that I've said on the show many times, I'm probably going to go ahead and say i probably said on the show about 22 times, what is your identity? <laughs> what is right. your identity? Because I don't know what this team's identity is under Billy Donovan, um, especially now with the addition of Carmelo Anthony. I don't know what they're going to – and Paul George, actually – I don't know what this team is going to look like, what their identity is going to be, what their go-to thing is going to be, what they're going to rely on in times of trouble. Mm. But I guess as the season goes along, we'll see it develop and have an understanding of of, of what it is that this team does well, hopefully, by December.
0: Mm. Yeah. You know what's interesting? Do, 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 do you know? Like, I think the, the, the biggest beneficiary of the OKC Camelo trade was Paul George. Paul George mm. to me, seems like a guy who's a star, superstar stuff, but doesn't always have superstar intangibles. I mean, remember, mm. like, in last year's playoffs, game one, he he totally footballed that last sequence of game one where they could have easily stolen one against Cleveland on the road yeah. when they were up and they lost it at the end. And um, because, you know, George – Instead of taking the last shot, he kicked it out to, I guess what was it, Miles? And he, he tried to blame Miles for it, and Miles said, you know, he should have hit a better shot. But that was all on Paul George. If you're a star, a damn near superstar, you should take the last shot. I don't care what anybody says. But yeah. uh, but that's not here nor there. I think that he will thrive. Talk about Paul George now. Thrive under anonymity, if you will, because – OKC, okay, that is Russell Westbrook's show. We all know that. Mm-hmm. They know that. And Carmelo is a scorer. So Paul George, in addition compl- to to having the great offensive game, he can play defense. So his mm-hmm. deal is probably well, I, you know, he seems to be, to me, to be more suited for like a third role, a third wheel, mm-hmm. kind of like Chris Bosh. And uh, because again, this dude thrives on anonymity. I I I just don't think that Paul George has superstar mentality. He has superstar stuff, but not superstar mm-hmm. mentality. So that takes the pressure off of him to be the man. You know, he could be like a Scottie Pippen-like dude. Uh, you know, get your buckets. Also, be like, like like be a defensive stopper. Not necessarily do the dirty work, but just just be like a kind of like a almost like a, a kind of like a glue guy, if you will and let Carmelo get his buckets. Who, he's a great spot-up shooter. I know that you talked about being, him being a stretch four. That would be perfect for, mm-hmm. him to call, for Carmelo because he's a great, he was a great spot-up shooter last year for the Knicks, especially from three. And, you know, and, but, you know, all in all, it's, it's uh, Rush Russian Westbrook's team. So I think yeah. that Paul George would not have that pressure thrust upon him, which I think is great. The other thing I want to ask is, with Russell Westbrook now sticking around, but well, first of all, how at this point would you? I mean, I know at this point that he may not be going to LA <laughs> or even town to go somewhere next year. That takes away the drama from next season. But uh, at any rate, um, with Russell Westbrook sticking around, and and given, and provided that things let's say for a second argument, things work out to the point that OKC gets to. At least the conference finals, which is not so far fetched now. Do you think mm-hmm. Paul George wants to stick around? Because I think Carmelo has two more years on his on, on his contract. So, do you think that Paul George wants to stick around since next year he'll be a free agent, or do you think he'll test the waters?
1: Well, according to him, and this is a direct quote, but he basically said that you know the signing of the extension by uh, Westbrook will weigh heavily in his decision on whether or not to stay in the OKC. Um, I would mm-hmm. say that it, 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 it should be uh, the place for him to stay in terms of what to do uh, uh, at the end of the year because he will have Carmelo still there. He will have Westbrook mm-hmm. there. I haven't looked Sorry. at the numbers in, in, in terms of the books and, and whether or not um, they'll be able to, to bring in bench help because I don't know how – that's the other thing too – as, yeah, as much that. as we love to talk about big threes, big yeah. threes are nothing if they can't get respite from players from their bench. If you can't get me, right. somebody that's going to come out there and just be a defensive stopper or somebody mm-hmm. else that can give you a bucket when it seems like your big three have been clamped down or that is having a bad shooting night, it's worth it. Or somebody that can get you that big rebound at the end of the game. It's nothing. And, and and that's what I wanna see really. I wanna see how this bitch right. because as of right now, they have a lot of talent right. at that power four spot. I don't know if they wanna keep all four guys and all four guys if I remember correctly. It's um like I said before, Patterson, uh Carmelo, mm-hmm. uh Jeremy Grant and Nick Collison. And you know, right. Grant and Collison have had some times in the league, It was some experience of playing in the league. I don't know if they're going to keep them both. They might keep them both, but it's going to be a situation where you're going to need uh, 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 those guys and, and 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 Felton to come out and, and be clutch for at least a minute. So mm-hmm. if, yeah. if 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 they confuse and they have it so they if if they don't have the talent on the bench now to do it. They can bring in one guy to do so and they don't have to spend a ton of money. They just need somebody that's that's gonna come in and, and be a a a a a master of one thing, being a defensive master or whatever, like I talked about earlier. If they can do that, right. I think it'd be attractive for 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 uh for Paul George to do so. I mean, I understand that LeBron may <laughs> end up going out west. And, and that, the possibility of that happening is still there. I think it's gonna be. But, I, think um, it's
0: gonna be the, I think it's still to I think it's stay in the East. I think it's just chicken shit to go out west. But that's just me.
2: Oh really?
1: Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Because you know what? You <laughs> might think be right chicken. because I
2: think chicken does not.
1: You know the west. The west has gotten thicker so much so that even the All Star game yes. has changed its format. But that's a whole other monster yeah. in itself. But
2: it 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 it, it, it should if that
1: move. Of uh, uh, resigning Westbrook to to kind of make a long story short, yes, it plays uh-huh. heavily in in in, in keeping uh, uh, Paul George there. But you know the thing is, does this, does this, this Paul want to continue to live in Oklahoma City during the season? So, well, he lived in Indianapolis. So I mean, <laughs> so I
2: <don't laughs> you you
0: right, you right. I, I forgot about that. A difference, but that's yeah a difference. but. That, yeah, yeah. That, that, the both cities are in the middle of nowhere, so um, uh, there you go. Uh right quick. We we bitched, we touched upon this the big, big three of sources that's born in the OKC. Two and that touched on us earlier too. We actually we like we both had, the West is gonna be stacked. It's gonna be yeah. actually fun yeah. to watch the NBA again. Uh <laughs> it's like make make the NBA great again. Like whatever the hell that acronym would be. Um but you, like 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 in addition to the Warriors, you have and, and, and okay, so you have San Antonio. Obviously, they still got the uh, Claw himself, Kawhi Ka- 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 Leonard, as well as Tony mm-hmm. Parker, uh, There's Wally Vett along to you know to go with um, uh, what's the name of that guy who played center who was kind of came up pretty soft last year in the playoffs. Oh, Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah, like yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge. He, he should be embarrassed. But anyway, nevertheless, very skilled big, and any team that's coached with by Paul, by uh, by Greg Popovich, always has more than a good shot. And now yeah. add to that mix, add to that mix, you have the Houston with both James Harden and Chris Paul, and and from the looks of things, the other night they love that they're getting the chemistry together. And mm. it, it, that's just that's four teams. That's going to be a great four. I mean, this is what we want. This is what we had in the 80s, right? We all knew that, you know, during the time where the Lakers and the Celtics were cut above everyone else. You still had great squads. You still had the Atlanta mm-hmm. Hawks. You still had the Detroit Pistons before they broke through. You still had the 76ers. You still had uh, going out west. You still had the Portland Trailblazers. We still had the Seattle Super Sides. In, going back east, you had the Milwaukee Bucks. Back at the yep. I mean, Jack Sigma. and Sidney Moncrief. Come on.
2: Mm-hmm. Harry
0: Cummings, shoot, that was that was a great squad. And, and, and even it, Indiana was coming of age during that time. So yes. we're, we're seeing that now. Granted, I think the league is too damn big still. I mean, you have no business having 30 teams. But as long as you have at least four teams in the conference that can compete, and these three, three of those teams could, could actually compete legitimately. with go to state. It's a great thing. And then you go on east now, and now you have of course LeBron and them still in Cleveland, but now you have Kyrie and Boston to go along with Gordon Hayward, and, mm-hmm. and 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 they were able to retain the 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 the, the young guys, Terry Rozier. They were able to keep the draft pick from uh like uh, like from Duke, and and also um. Drummers like here, Al Horford.
2: So yeah.
0: they still have those guys to go along with the new guys, and you know, and, and don't and don't sleep on your, your Washington Bullets, and even the Toronto Raptors. I think mm-hmm. things have gotten a little bit even out in the East. I still think it's Cleveland, Boston, everybody else, but at least to everybody else, led by Washington and Toronto, you can't sleep on them. So nope. now. I think the NBA is now more exciting. <laughs> it's going to be more exciting, a hell of a lot more exciting than it was last year since, like, because you essentially had two teams and everyone else. But now you have a seemingly like a good, eight, good six to eight teams, six to eight good teams. And that's not a bad thing. And that's going to make it more exciting to see who actually gets a hold of the quote-unquote throne that's held by Golden State.
1: Yeah, um, I I completely agree with you. Um, I still believe it, it's Golden State and, and Cleveland's finals to have, you know, right. un- unless injury comes in or someone just completely right. surprises the hell out of us. Um, but like you said, there are quality teams, and there are two teams in the West that you didn't bring up that are young up and comers, and of course uh, New Orleans that have that still have the the, the brow and boogie. Right. Even though I'm not, I'm not too keen on the rest of that squad. They still got two quality big men, but Minnesota. Oh my God! God.
2: Okay. Yeah. All of that young yeah. talent, Jimmy now.
1: plus Jimmy Butler coming in with an understanding of of John Thibodeau's system, and, and yeah. bringing another solid defender into that 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 group of of young uh, uh, that in that young nucleus yeah. with, with Wiggins. And 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 and, and Carl uh, Columbus, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, yeah, that is the team I want to see, or, or, or and 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 see how they continue to develop, and, and whether or not at this point they'll be able to compete with the likes of Golden State and and and, and OKC. I mean, they're still young, but they're heading but in they the a lot right direction. They're, They're a, a whole better lot better now. on they
0: got paper. A good coach. They got a good coach leading them, and they got a guy yeah. who understands the yeah. system. To your point, Jimmy Butler, who's also I think he I think he's a superstar. I mean he mm-hmm. he's, he's 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 great on both ends of the floor, Would you help their young squad a lot. It's a good example for them.
2: Uh, yeah,
0: I, I I forgot about that. I'm I, I, it's my bet on that one. I totally worked on on that one. Shout out to the Tim, to uh, to the Timberwolves. I mean it's. It's going to be a very interesting, very exciting season for the first time, and it's great. It's great to see that. It's great to see that balance, if you will. And I don't care if the rest of the league is garbage, as long as you have like like six to nine teams that are good, at least on paper yeah. enough to compete. Even though there's maybe two favorites that we have at the head of the heap, right, the head of the heap right now, at the top of the heap, rather, and Golden State and Cleveland. But the fact that you have others out there who have a legit shot, that's great, man. That's that's happening. Yep. Again, I mean, I don't care if it's like six to nine teams. It's better than six to nine teams than just two.
1: <laughs> exactly. Those other, those other teams have legit puncher's chance. You know, right. you can catch somebody on a bad night, catch somebody right. on a couple of bad nights within a series. You have an injury here or there. Anything is ha- can happen, even though I still feel as though it's, it's, it's Golden State and Cleveland. Anything can still happen, mm-hmm. and, and it, it'll be it'll be fun to watch. It'll be a little bit more fun right. to watch instead of sitting back watching, thinking, okay, all right, let's hurry up and get to the finals, because I'm not going to sit here and want to watch, you know, us trudge or or a drudge through the the, play, the regular season and the finals, but only waiting for for Cleveland and and and, and uh, uh, go to state. But that move of, of Cleveland adding Dwayne Wade,
2: mm-hmm. it,
1: it adds a, another veteran talent, but it's another veteran talent. You know, it's it's another right. guy that's oh on the wrong side of 30 on that squad where you already have a young Isaiah Thomas that has a hip issue and won't be back until December. And then you add uh, 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 DeVon Williams. Or is it Darren Williams? Which one is it? He's been he hasn't been an all star in so long.
2: I can't even pronounce
1: his name correctly. And 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 you yeah. add D. Wade, who's going to have to be the starter in that situation until uh, until I T comes back. They still got LeBron James, so right. it, that that LeBron team will still be what it is. You know, so they, they'll, they'll be they'll be interesting to watch. <laughs> And, and and Kevin Love is going to have to be a guy that, that steps up in that situation too because right. of the fact that they, that they lose Kyrie. He's going to really have to step it up because a lot of those old other older pieces may not be able to take that next level. He's going to have to do it.
0: Right, exactly. He's going to become that guy. One last thing before we shift gears to the NFL, the, we, you mentioned this earlier, you touched this earlier, the all-star format where you mm-hmm. got two cats, the two leading vocals going to pit their own squads, It's kind of like the, the uh, they used to do in the in life of the Pro Bowl before they finally scrapped that idea. Uh, yeah. Which they should, by the way, scrap the Pro Bowl altogether, but that's another story for another time. Um, what do you think of it? Do you like the idea, or do you just think it's a total waste of time?
1: Um, It's an interesting idea. Um, I, I had a debate with someone on Facebook. Well, it wasn't necessarily a debate. It was just a, a quick back and forth. Well, on Facebook, I right. had a you know little conversation with someone about the format. He didn't like the format. He basically said, you know, that format's been done before in other major sports, and, and it didn't work right. out. I had to correct him. No, it, it's only been done really in, um, in hockey. And then hockey mm. took right. it. Well, hockey and right. in, in the NFL, I'm sorry. Hockey and the NFL did it. NFL stopped it, but that's just because the Pro Bowl ain't what it used to be. And 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 NHL just went into a whole other direction from there because they're still trying to figure out ways to attract fans, which they need help in. Um, it's not a bad thing. It'll be mm-hmm. interesting to see how it's done. Um, God, especially this way, um, it, it'll. it'll we, we already know who the two main vote getters are going to be. It's going to be LeBron and 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 Steph. We already know that, but. Mm-hmm. It'll be a little bit more interesting to see who picks who for the sake of what and who's going to be super petty. Will, will right. LeBron <laughs> pick Kyrie? You know what I'm saying? You know, where, what we're where, talking where about, point, yeah. You know, what point guard will he take in that situation? Uh, will he take his teammates in those situations? Will he snatch his boys? Will he take guys from the West? It'll be interesting to see who takes who. This way, because it, it'll be it'll, it'll 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 be another conversation starter, so th- that's why I'm, I'm a mm-hmm. little bit more intrigued by this. But yeah, they they had to do something. I didn't think on paper as of right now, the East had the talent level to compete compete with the West. But um, we've seen it before, but maybe not to this not this much of a lean though. I would say like the early two right. thousands, it was real heavy on the West and kind of lean on the east and the east. I think won that one in DC with uh AI and 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 Vince and 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 Jameson and a couple of those guys. But um God, I don't I don't I don't remember it being this top heavy or on the western side, but like I said it 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 it'll, it'll cause a lot of conversation in terms of who gets selected by whom uh come February. Uh,
0: When, when, when LeBron is either forced to do so or just lets Kyrie go last. That's, that's, mm. that's, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it. The pettiness is going to be off the charts.
2: Can you yeah. imagine
0: if, if Russell Westbrook was one of the top two vote he gets to choose whether they have
2: um,
0: Kevin Durant in the squad or not or let him languish. Wouldn't Ooh. that be hilarious? A, that would
1: be TV gold right there. You know, that's another situation that we didn't talk about that, that's right there for the picking. My God, yeah, there's just a lot of lot of pettiness, bro. And that that that's to be had. Be I'm all here
0: for it. I, I'm I'm a petty dude. I'm not mature,
1: and I'm petty. I'm
0: proud of it. So I, I'm just looking. I'm just looking. I'm just looking you know forward what? to the pettiness for some popcorn.
1: Yeah. For the for the sake of pettiness, I think I'm gonna start a campaign that we get LeBron and, and, and Russell Westbrook as the the two. Team captains just for the sake of pettiness. I don't even want it to be Steph and LeBron. I wanted to be Russell and LeBron just because of animosity that may or may not still be there. Mhm. Mhm. I'm just looking for.
0: I, I think. I think anything that's different would be fresh. Like the mm-hmm. fresh like that would be a good thing. Would drum up interest. I'm just. I'm. I, I know I'm not going to be the only one that's wrong for the pettiness. So we'll see about that, but other than that, it makes it makes next year exciting. So the NBA yeah. got what it wanted during the NFL season, no less. There's people talking about it, so good for Adam mm-hmm. Silver and the crew for doing that. So, so speaking of the NFL, it's hard to. I mean, the quarter point is over. I can't believe we're already five weeks to the season. But I mean, this is the this is a one weird ass season. I mean, first of yeah. all, look at what's going on. Look what went on last week. You had New England lose at home to the Panthers.
2: Uh-huh. You had
0: Buffalo winning in Atlanta.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: had uh, you, you also had who who else? You had the Lions winning on the road to go to go three and one. And yeah. you had yeah. um, what's his name doing this thing? Um, uh, I call him what's his name? Deshaun Watson scoring five touchdowns. That's a rookie record, record, if I'm not mistaken. Five touchdowns, yep. four passing, one running. And last but not least, probably perhaps my favorite thing and perhaps your favorite thing, knowing your fandom, is seeing the Rams win in Dallas. No one saw that coming. No, no one saw that coming. No, even the tens of fans that the Rams have didn't see that coming. So all I say all this to ask you is, is this. Who the hell is
1: the best team in the NFL right now? It's easy. It's the only undefeated team in the NFL right now, and that is the Kansas City Chiefs. It's not because they're just undefeated, but look at their resume at at who they've beaten. They've beaten a quality Redskins team just this past Monday, and the Skins took them to the brain. the Redskins are a lot
0: better than what they are. I think the Redskins are better than what they were last
1: year, but go ahead. Oh, a whole lot better, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And the way that they're playing on the defensive side of the ball is what's really impressing me. But I digress. But they beat the Skins. They beat a quality Eagles team. Um, mm-hmm. They pounded the Patriots on opening night and ring day. Yes, they did. And, and who was the fourth team that Kansas City beat? I they can't beat remember who it is. Too.
0: They beat the Chargers on uh, the road, but the Chargers could easily be
1: 3-1 and one right now. They just don't know how to close games. That's what it is. Well, you know, you can't trust the uh, – was that, a young ho? His, is that his first name? Yeah. Young Ho. Ah,
0: yeah, the kicker. Yeah, yeah did he Can't
1: get a You know what? If he hasn't, he should. Okay. Because like you said, they should be three and one at least because of him. They should be three and one.
0: They should be three and one.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so you know you been a be tough divisional foe in the Chargers. The Chargers may be over four, but they're always pesky. They've always been pesky and they will continue to be pesky.
2: But, yeah. um,
1: you know, they, they, they have the strongest resume to me. They do. So, right. along with being 4-0, it's not like they've beaten four bad teams. They beat four quality right. teams, and you know, and, and, and did so impressively. So, yeah.
0: Well, well, you know, you're not going to get an argument out of me on that one. I think the Chiefs are by far the best team in the NFL right now. I mean, you know, they, they're not with the resume, but they've had their winning. They're winning with guys – I mean, they don't have any big studs in their squad. They're winning it with great coaching, and that's Andy Reid. I mean, how sick do you think Eagles fans have been the last two seasons? Well, the last few seasons, I should say. They ran his ass out. They ran Andy Reid out of town to bring in Mm -hmm. Kelly History ass for like a season and a half. and then to go hire this Peterson cat who I think he was an assistant under under Andy Reid, so that's a good thing. And he's bringing that style to Philly, and Philly's actually played played, played pretty well. I mean, even though we re- we remember that last year when they got off to a hot start and in a, a final Dallas stretch, but at least look a little bit better. I don't think they're the best team yep. in the NFC East. I still think that comes down between Washington and Dallas, but uh, you know we'll see. We'll see how the rest of the season pl- plays out. But I'm looking at the power rankings, and I'm I'm jumping around here. But when I look at the ESPN power rankings. One thing that gets my go. What's this love about the Seattle Seahawks? Why are they sixth? Why are they ranked sixth in, like, sixth in the league after, <sighs> after the quarter point? I can see you the window in the top ten. They were my ten, top ten. They were, they were my number ten teams,
2: as a matter of fact. Mm. But why
0: the hell is Seattle in there? Why?
2: You
1: know what, why, Scott? Wade? And I'm going to ask you, yeah. because I asked the same question of, of, of Coach and Lou yesterday on, on, on CZ Sports. What is the Mm. difference between an NFL poll and power rankings? I'm trying to understand the difference. What is the difference between the two? Because in a lot of power Mm. rankings over the past couple of weeks, it seems as though whoever's working on these power rankings still has a love affair for teams that that just happen to have been great over the past couple of seasons. But to me – just haven't been that impressive this season, and that being the New England Patriots, the Seattle Seahawks, um, the 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 the, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Even though they're three and one, I don't know. I think I have them top ten. Uh, I just don't happen to remember what my number nine and number ten are off the top of my head. But I think I may have sure. them top ten. But they're not in my top. You know, they they are three and one, but I'm I'm not highly impressed by that three and one, especially with them losing to the Chicago Bears in overtime. Right, which was kind of concerned me a little bit. But
2: you know, those those teams. teams,
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I'm I'm like, why are we in, in the Packers? That's another team that that I think the Packers are in my top eight. Let me look to see to make sure. No, they're not. The Packers aren't in my top eight. They may be number 9 or number 11, maybe number 12. But, once again, 3-1, and but not an impressive 3-1 and to me, you know. So, those four franchises, for whatever reason, people like to think, and I just find it weird, a lot of the things that I'm hearing when people rank their teams is the potential of these teams. Well, these Bama's ain't showing me no potential yet. Because they're losing games. (laughs) Or they're beating weak teams. Or, Uh, you know, oh, somebody somebody has an injury, and that's why they lost that game. So what? um, Other teams have had injuries and lost to other tough teams, but they don't get no respect. Or this team just beat the Cowboys. I don't care because that team beat the team that beat the Cowboys, yet you have them higher than them. So how is that possible? I'm, I'm waiting for this team to have a quality win. Yet, they gave you two decent wins over teams that are 3-1 and one or better, and they don't get no respect either. The Bills, the Bills, are, there are four teams. Let me start with my rant right now, because I'm about to go to a huge rant like I did on the show last night. But <laughs> four of my top eight teams are teams, if you would have told me before the season started, that hey, D, they'd be in your top eight right now. I would have laughed at you. And those four teams uh-huh. are the 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 Eagles. Even mm. though you you don't think that they're the best team in the East, I think that they're the best team in the East as of right now. They may not finish mm. in the best, but as of right now, I think that they're the best. That's why I have them as high as I do. Um, the skins, I have the skins in my top eight because their two losses were the two quality teams, Philadelphia and Kansas mm. City especially with that loss to Kansas City and Arrowhead in a situation that they could have won. But I don't want to talk about right. that because it's still a little stingy. But they also got wins over the Rams and and over and over Oakland, um, who they demolished, who everybody was in love with. So uh, Philly, Washington, uh, uh, the, the Rams. The Rams is another team. Because I didn't think the Rams would have the wins that they, would ha- they have right now, especially the win over Dallas. That one was highly impressive. That, that got my attention. That got my attention right there. Yeah, really and the good. last but not least, the
2: Buffalo <laughs>
1: Bills. There is no Boom. way in the world you would have told me that the Bills – hey, D-Nash, you know what? Bills are going to start out 3-1. and one. Man, if you don't get on my face, I'm going to smash you in your face. just. <laughs> <laughs> It's just insane to me that, that they are playing as well as they are, but those four teams aren't getting the love that I think they should. Right. And you know what, though? You
0: know, I, I watched watch that, uh, you know, like seeing the uh, the uh, Rams game, the Rams-Cowboys game. I I was at the – and don't laugh at me, but you're going to laugh at me anyway. We were at I was at the Renaissance Fair uh, Sunday, <laughs> you well, I'm to not going to laugh on? at
2: you at all.
1: You are a family man. <laughs> I am not going to laugh at you at all. No, you do a family stuff. Hey.
0: Oh boy, but but anyway, uh, but watching that man, I was like, what? But let me give you my my, my top five, like my top ten, rather. You're gonna, you're okay. gonna fight, you going? You probably going to fight me for it. But here we go. I got the cheese. Yeah, I was, I was a little beefy, beefy when I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll like we'll like we'll let the listeners and later on the people on Facebook throw some shit at me as well. But my but number two team are the Falcons. Number three mm-hmm. team, my Steelers. Number four, mm-hmm. the Broncos. Fifth, the Rams. I got the Lions today at number six. The Panthers. You can't deny that Panthers win over New England, even though New England couldn't stop me, you, and and like nine other cats on the on the street corner from scoring on them. Uh, yeah, you know I got I got Carolina seven, I got Philly at eight, Dallas at nine, and, and New England at, at ten. So I mean that's that's who's who I think that's who I think are the top teams at the quarter point quarter pole point of the season. I mean all that's going to change, but I mean hell, you know <laughs> I know there was some Bills fans who got who, who got mad at me a little bit on Facebook, but come on. I mean, how funny is having a team? since – I mean, say this with me, Dwayne. The mm-hmm. division, your division leader is after week after the quarter. Uh, you know, at the week four in the AFC East or the
1: Buffalo Bills. How weird is that? How, how weird is no? That? Even weirder, the Jets, who are tied with the the, uh, the Patriots. If the Patriots aren't careful and lose the Tampa this tomorrow night.
2: Because oh, the Jets yeah. are
1: going in the, in the Cleveland, and they could beat the Browns. The Browns right. could legitimately, I mean, the, um, the Jets could legitimately be the number two team in the East after week five. That, mm-hmm. my friend, would be weird. But even weirder, who does Buffalo play this week? Because if Buffalo takes an L and the Jets win, ha ha. the Jets will be tied for first place? <laughs> are you kidding me? This is a team that we wow. said would be 0-16. And they could very right. easily be tied for first place with, with a couple of losses and a win by them over the Browns. So it, a lot of things are weird right now. I'm still trying to grapple the whole of it. But the thing is, I think I have a whole lot more traction right now on what's going on than a lot of these other quote-unquote sports pundits that are putting out these these power rankings and are still holding on. Now, like you, I think I had the Panthers. I know I had the Panthers in my top 12. But right. I didn't think that win over. The Patriots was, was was that dynamic. With the Patriots mm-hmm. having one of the worst defenses in the league, and with sure. the Patriots looking the way that they're looking right now, they barely beat the Saints. The Saints ain't got no defense. That's right. the right. Patriots ain't won at home yet. That's another thing that concerns me. The Patriots ain't won at home yet. So, That's why I didn't want to give, yes, they're the Patriots, but they're not the Patriots. So that's why I'm like, I'm not completely sold on that win just yet. Let me go ahead and see what the Panthers do against other teams. But let me give you my top eight real quick. Chiefs one, Eagles two, Broncos three, Lions four, Bills five, Falcons six, Skins seven, and Rams eight. And, And that's why I have it right now with, Teams like the Panthers, Packers, Steelers, and Patriots on the outside looking in, but but you know they're right there. All the takes, and the and the Raiders, all of those teams right mm-hmm. there are on the outside looking in. And like I said before, this is just how I see it as of right now. This is not where I see a team going in the future, or how right. I see a team playing out, or they have their strengths and they're just not playing up to their strengths. Nah. Straight wins and losses, straight quality points, how they're doing it, how their teams are looking statistically, and, and, and that's how I'm ranking these teams. It, it, my, my polls over the past two years have always evened out in the end in terms of ranking, how a team how the team's finished. It's almost been relatively close, but um, yeah, they always work their, their ways out, so I'm sticking to my my style and how I've been doing it and, and, and with my quality points. So yeah, that's why I got yeah. But I just want those four teams to get a little bit more love than what they're doing. The Seattle Seahawks, though, dog? Yeah, uh, yeah. Sixth? Yeah, sixth? I know. I I almost
0: I was I was trying to tweet at and troll some of the ESPN NFL wise about that. Why I didn't see to coming. Now, speaking of the Seahawks, speaking of the Seahawks, I'm glad you mentioned those cats. I I mean, who would have thunk? First of all, whoever thunk you know that they would not be the best team in the on division this point of season and 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 you know because also they will be facing that that team that they're chasing i mean again, say this with me, the Seahawks are chasing the Los Angeles Rams and the n f c west i mean yeah. it's i I can't believe I just said that i mean it's just crazy but it's gonna be interesting you got two show me games next week i mean i mean mm-hmm. You know, you know, the, you, know the, you know, the quarter points already over. The first quarter's already over at the season. Here starts the second quarter, week five. You got two teams. It's, it's going to be show me. It's going to be like you know, Missouri to Show Me State. It's going to be the, yeah. the Missouri week, Show Me, Show Me week. You got Seattle going to L.A. to face the Rams. Yeah. So, if the Rams win that game, they are in the driver's seat in a huge way in the NFC West again. Words I never thought would come out of my mouth. But the other game, the other show me game, is the uh, you know the pits the Carolina Panthers at the Detroit Lions. Both were three and one. Mm-hmm. Both were top of the division, leading their respective divisions. Both mm-hmm. coming off of good wins last you know last week. Uh, the Panthers having perhaps the biggest win of the week, in my opinion, going to to New England and winning. Um, yo. I think if whoever comes out of that game with a win, we'll have to keep your eye on him for the remainder of the season. Because if you look at both the respective division, first of all, the NFC South to me is giving the NFC, the NFC West a run for the money for being the toughest division in football. You got three, mm-hmm. all four teams in NFC West, in NFC East, yeah, the NFC South rather. They all have at least five hundred records. New Orleans yeah. is the worst at two and two. So you, you so so basically that's a strong-ass the vision, but for to see the Panthers or the the the, uh, the Lions, you know who looks like it's going to be a two team race in that in the NFC North between them and the Packers, if they win, if they win on Sunday, I mean first of all I mean the, you know you know the Lions go back a few a couple weeks against the Falcons they acquitted themselves quite well, I think even though they came up short. Some people yep. thought that it was robbed like, like like when the replay took away that touchdown by Golden to Tate. Um I I think that Detroit's a team to watch. And and, and if and if and if Detroit does win at home against Camden and the boys next week, this coming weekend, you gotta look out for the Lions. So basically that 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 game in Detroit, whoever comes on top, you're gonna have to keep a real close eye on them. Because no one would have pegged out of those teams at four and one, and and also and if the Rams were to knock off the Seahawks at home, the Seahawks are struggling on offense. I don't know what the hell is going on with with, with, uh, with, uh, with their offense. But if oh, the I know Rams exactly what's going on with that deal, offense. I know. I mean, if, if the Rams close the deal at home against the Seahawks, mm-hmm. they are firm in the driver's seat, and no one and mama thought that that could happen. No but one. Yeah, exactly. But basically if the Rams do win, we gotta start taking this boy seriously.
1: Oh, I'm already taking him a little bit seriously. And um couple of points. I think there's a third yeah. there's a there's a third prove prove me show me game and then it's the one I referenced earlier. It's New England versus Tampa. Tampa's two and yeah. one. Tampa, New England's yeah. two and two. No one thought yeah. that New England would be three and one. Well not three and one, I'm sorry, two and two. Let alone three or one. Yeah. Everybody thought that they would come in and be undefeated at this point, because because they're the Patriots, right. and you got the goat, you got Tom Brady. But no, they're two right. and two. They got one of the worst. They got one of the worst defenses in the league. Uh, that defense ain't looking those like those themselves. <laughs> they're very bad. They're, they're not getting a lot of production. Well, they're, they're getting sporadic production from the offense, and you got a team in Tampa who hasn't shown his full potential. You just had uh, Deshaun Jackson complaining that he ain't getting no touches. And that's
2: the,
1: exactly. that's the D-Jax I know. Exactly. That's the D-Jax I knew. That's and him complaining. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I don't miss that D-Jax. I miss the D-Jax that catches bombs uh, uh, going deep. I miss that one, but that's a complainer. So, you know, I'm glad yeah. that, that the complainer's in Tampa, too. But um, whoever wins that one, once again, they, they proved that they're they're taking a step forward, um, and especially in competing within their, their, their division if not just the conference. Um, like you said, with L.A. and Seattle, Seattle has a history of struggling early on in the past couple of seasons. Another thing about Seattle, they have a, a history of struggling against the Rams, regardless of how Ooh, bad the Rams are right. and how good Seattle is. They always have had an issue with the Rams. And I said this the, uh, the week that you did, Jordan, or the week that we did the, uh, the NFL preview.
2: Teams Mm -hmm.
1: that have your boy Wade Phillips as a defensive coordinator in their first year win the division. Wade is Mm -hmm. in LA. Just saying. Yeah. And it ain't just been. (laughs) Exactly. He can still coach defenses, which is why I'm upset that he turned my skins down and said no. But they still got a quality D and their offense. Looks brand new. Mm -hmm. Jared Goff. Who knew? Who knew? Sean McVay comes in and helps them out. Yes. Todd Gurley's playing better. They need to get a little bit more consistent play from Sammy Watkins, but I didn't expect that yet because he just got traded over from Buffalo. But
2: Mm
1: -hmm. the the Rams, who knew? Who knew? And then that Detroit Mm – game as well, that Detroit is Detroit-Carolina, right? Once again, Carolina's been spotty. We just questioned a couple of weeks ago whether or not Cam is 100%, and then last Sunday Cam comes out and scores four touchdowns or is responsible for four touchdowns against the Patriots, and and, and Mm -hmm. Detroit is Detroit, and they've been looking relatively good. The thing is, if they can beat Carolina – the, the the Packers, who haven't necessarily impressed me yet this year, yeah. they can take another leg up on them, and and, and I think we we things won't be clear, because anything that happens, teams can go on runs, and once again, injuries can happen, but those teams will look better right in, in that next step in terms of making the playoffs at the end of the year. But yeah, those are three games that stand out to me as of this week, Oh, and the the Jets-Browns, that's another game that's that's kind of a show me. Why? Because (laughs) let me explain why.
2: Let me explain why. (laughs) Because
1: remember, remember, uh, beginning of the season, there were talks that both of these teams would be winless and who would get the first win at this point. Now fortunes have kind of changed. Browns are still winless. Jets got two wins. Jets are supposed to walk away with this win. Mm-hmm. But is this two-and-two two Jets team for real? Yeah. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I I, I can't trust yeah. these bammers yet. This was supposed to be a dumpster fire. And for whatever reason, right. there ain't nobody like this dumpster on fire yet. So they can avoid the dumpster fire moniker by beating the Browns, or the Browns could be that thing that starts that fire and they're having to go 2 and fourteen. And the Browns got to win. That's why that game was interesting to me. Somebody's mm. dumpster fire is either going to get lit too, because one dumpster fire has already been started, or the the fire that's already started is just going to become a full blown blaze. And Hugh Jackson, sadly, will be out of there. But I think he'll land on his feet in Cincinnati because I think Marvin Lewis may be out of there. Yeah, I think
0: I know. Because we're right on the street, that was supposed to, he was supposed to be Hugh Jackson was supposed to be the coach in waiting, and since yeah. but Mike Brown wasn't having that, so Hugh Jackson may, in a weird twist, may get his wish in the end. But um, we'll, we'll get y'all out of here on this, man. And I vowed, I vowed this on my blog, I vowed it with with, with some buddies of mine, never to, to utter the, the the name LeVar Ball ever again. But watching his moves before what happened like yesterday, um, he seemed crazy. He he ranged from crazy to crazy like a fox. or well, sometimes yeah, that, and sometimes from crazy like a fox to downright sort of fireable. I mean, he he was crazy uh, like a fox with uh, with uh, Lonzo Ball and, and, and promoting the you know the brand, the big baller brand.
2: He, I mean, he actually
0: spoke. Lavars ball, I mean, LaVar Lonzo's success, like career path, into existence. UCLA, mm-hmm. the Lakers, and he's looking pretty damn good for the Lakers right now. So if that picks up and a lot, of, he generally had a lot of interest for his big baller brand. Uh, and, and if Lonzo does his thing, continues to do his thing, becomes like the second coming of Jason Kidd, only with a jump shot. Um, who knows who knows for his brand and he already has the reality shows in the works which is like make a stop but but fast forward to to LaMelo what he's doing uh, with the youngest kid he's basically take we well, want to not basically he he basically he just straight up took him out of school is going to homeschool the kid
2: because yeah. he
0: didn't like the way his coach his high school coach said it, like got on him, and I'm just paraphrasing here. Just somebody right here chastise Lebron for taking so many shots and not being Camille on the on the defensive end. So, and, and also they bought that kid for a 16th birthday Olympic Lamborghini. Who does that? Who
2: does oh does my that? god!
0: Who does that? Come on, dog. So, no. What? 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 Again, he reigns from crazy like a fox without a tail, as as, a, as, a, as my dad says, to serve sort of fireable. He's I mean, he's he's basically playing the scenes and the youngest child, Lamelo, what they call Mello, for being so spoiled and also entitled. Yeah. And that's not what you want. It, now, it worked well with it's looking to work well with Lonzo because Lonzo doesn't have that personality. He actually wants to work mm-hmm. hard and get be coached. I don't think Lamelo's like that. So, no. So basically. I'm hoping for the best. Again, I you know I appreciate what what Lavar has done as a father, but I think his helicopter dad way, or work with Lonzo, because of, LeVar, of Lonzo's temperament and personality, he, it's going to really backfire in space with 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 with, 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 uh, with Melo, and that's just unfortunate. That's the, I just wish that sometimes cancer would leave their children alone, let them yeah. learn, let them. Let them make mistakes. Let them fall. Let them learn how to pick themselves back up. That's how they grow up.
1: Now I will say this. Now he won't
0: be able to play college um, ball because he has like a
1: shoe brand. But sorry. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, he has I, that I forgot shoe about brand. that.
0: So, yeah, he has that shoe brand, so he, he, I don't think he'd be able to play college ball. So
1: he well, his that only means option he, to
0: go overseas now.
1: Yeah, I was going to say he, t- he takes the Brandon Jennings route, plays a year overseas. Yeah. Matter of fact, how old is he now? Is he 16 now? 16. He's 16 years old, yeah. Yeah, so basically what he does is he he waits those two years out, goes overseas when he's 18, plays however long it takes for him to, to, to develop. Then he comes over to the um, NBA when he's ready. But um, Danny Ball don't work if the Suns are horrible basketball players. Right. If they were no good, Danny Ball don't get no attention. So right. it's 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 a compliment to the to the sons to continue who have continued to be good athletes despite the mm-hmm. attention that the father has garnered. Even though it's not, even though it will reflect on them, because of mm-hmm. course you know that's how it works. You know we, we'll tease you because what, what your pops does, but um, you know it, like I, I just I just hope that the Sun doesn't head in that that direction. Now, we've seen brother situations work before. Uh, Eli Mm. Payton, uh, Vontae, and and, uh, 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 Vernon Davis. You know, we've seen brother situations work before. We've also seen brother situations not work before. See uh, Michael and Marcus Vick. So I just hope that... Lamelo is is matter of fact the uh, the 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 Morris brothers they're doing well so I, I hope mm-hmm. to see that you know Lamelo ends up being you know on the good side of the brother and and, and not even talent wise you know sometimes you'll see one talented brother and one untalented brother see uh, right. uh, uh, Blake Griffin and his brother and in the in the Gronkowskis it happens. But I just don't want to see LaMelo in a situation where he gets into legal problems, especially with the name LaMelo. Yeah. I, I really don't want to see that, man. So I'm, I'm hoping that this situation of pulling him out of a stern coaching problem, it could be in a situation where that's just the coach's coaching style or he just being a jerk because you know about daddy and daddy being a jerk. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, I'm just hoping the, the, the best for, for the young one because he's just waiting this time. He's basically going to be taught basketball at home school for two years until these kids are going overseas.
2: So we're, right. we're, I want to and see how, how this,
1: yeah, I want to see how this path turns out for him and, and whether or not it leads to the NBA or not.
0: Well, my man, again, I know I said this earlier, but uh, thank you for, for helping me on this journey to, to uh, you know, this is my two hundred show, and I know you've been on a lion's share of all of, 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 of those two hundred. Here's to another 200, my man, and and everything well. Well, well to the next hundred, and the next hundred, then and 500, and who the hell knows? Who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll call it this to a to a, to a radio show. Who, who knows? But but thank you again, brother, for for joining me to like like tonight on this podcast, Help to me celebrate my 200
1: podcast. Really appreciate it, my man. Hey, as always, thanks for having me, my brother. Whenever you need me, you know I'm here, man. And and here's to another yeah. two hundred more, man, and 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 hopefully I can get me at least one parade in before know, another right? two hundred come around.
0: <laughs> I know, I gotta work on that. Maybe like, like maybe I go somewhere <laughs> and drink tomorrow, but anyway, take care, bro. <laughs> All right, I, that's my guy, Dwayne Nash. Please check him out on his on his on this on, his, on his, uh, podcast every Tuesday night. here on up Radio, uh, Slicy Radio with the coach. And also on his sports blog where he talks about HBC Sports, slash HBC Sports. Thank you all again for tuning in. Thank you all for bearing me on this journey of the 200 podcast. And hopefully the next 100, the next 200 after that, the next 200 after that will be just as great, if not better. I hope you all will like it. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in again. Have a good night. God bless 06. Peace.